Yeah! <laughs> I love the Olympics so much, Slee. I love it. I got an update for you coming up in just a second. But going back to our, our trip to SoFi yesterday where we shot some commercials that are going to run on the, uh, the, the giant scoreboard inside of SoFi, um, when we were walking off the field, back into the yeah. tunnel, back into kind of the, the tunnels underneath the stadium to go back up mm-hmm. to the seats to shoot some other stuff, you saw Aaron Donald, right, getting out of his car and just kind of hanging out there for a second. You got mm-hmm. to lay eyes on him? Yeah. I want you to imagine – trying to prevent that man from getting where he wants to go. <laughs> when he decides, you know what, I want to hit your quarterback and you're the only one that can stop me from doing it, I got a real good feeling for why he's Aaron Donald. Just catching him out of the corner of my eye, seeing him for about 10 or 12 seconds, that is a very bad man who gives off an incredible presence. That was very cool to see. Yeah, I wasn't that impressed, to be honest with you. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, Until it's the offseason, right? What's the big deal? He's 300 pounds and has a six-pack. <laughs> I mean, that's, that seems good to me. I don't know. I just kind of expected eh, expect a little bit more. But you know, if that's if that's what he's bringing out this year, the dude literally looks. He's a tank. <laughs> yes, he is. He's not even Morales and I were talking about this yesterday. It's not even that he's that tall. No, he's not. He's, he's not so tall at all. Freaking wide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and lean and yeah. strong. And if yeah. he wants to go sack your quarterback, your quarterback is getting sacked. That's basically – and keep in mind, the guys that are trying to keep him away are also 300 pounds and also the strongest guys in the room and also the guys that can move their feet like dancers. They're, they're the best at what they do, and he throws them around like they're fourth graders. It's extraordinary. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I'm trying to think here. Do you remember this a couple of years ago when we were still doing, you know, these media sessions and all that? Lakers. It was the first year Anthony Davis was with the Lakers. Okay, so AD just came. It was two years ago. It was the year when COVID started, but it was before. It was in the off season. And Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and they're going. I want to know. I, maybe they went one two as part of the media session. Right. So they're over there with Mason in Ireland, and then I was going to do a quick little one on one with them. Some basically some Laker trivia questions, stuff like that. I'm just looking at LeBron. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, how do you? How how are you? <laughs> how are you six nine, two sixty five? And leave, every time, and every leave. movement you make is just this muscle that comes out of nowhere. I'm like, what the hell is this? Even Anthony Davis, AD, you look at, and I know AD, you know, we, we usually say, okay, his body's a lot different. He's not, he doesn't nearly have as much. Go look at this dude face to face. Like, it, it really, and we just kind of compare that to Aaron Donald. Some of these athletes makes you just go back they're, at home and say, what are you doing with your life? No, they, they were put on earth to do what they're doing. They are here for a specific purpose, and they are maximizing that purpose. I've discovered, you know, I thought maybe archery might be my sport coming up in the 2024 games. Something changed? Something has changed. Mm -hmm. I now feel like badminton pairs, doubles, might be the best choice because I'm looking at right now it's Team USA versus the Germans. Mm -hmm. Um, And the German guys, I don't think I'd make the German team. Because the German guys are all very fit and they sure. look they're they're tall and lean and quick. The American guys, one of yeah, them describe, has a spare describe tire. that for us because I, I feel like you have an angle here. Well, the American guy, one of them is a good twenty pounds overweight, mm-hmm. and the other guy is balding. 
It's it's pretty great. I feel like this is a sport that I could participate in because clearly there aren't any physical. The the court's about the size of a hopscotch uh, thing mm-hmm. out in the backyard of a, a schoolyard. So I, I, I feel like because I'm tall, I could cover a lot of the ground. I think that I'm ready to take on pairs uh, in badminton. What do you think? You want to be my partner? No, you are being – you're exactly a, like everybody else who's – given the Olympics some time, mm-hmm. who all you need is five minutes, and then you start saying, well, what's the big deal? Well, right. What are they really doing? What are they really doing? Yesterday I was watching the youngest Olympic athlete in the Olympics. Uh-huh. She's 12 years old playing ping pong. Okay, Table tennis, little respect. Playing table tennis. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, I, she's 12. Like, she's 12 years old. And then I just start watching her play. <laughs> my, I, I, I don't... When did she start? You know, did she start at age three? Like, when do you start? Like, some of these Olympic athletes, how is it possible? I was watching some of the volleyball players. USA was playing China yesterday. Yeah, but women's you gotta, volleyball. You got to be big and jump and be quick. Like, volleyball is a thing. To play volleyball is hard. Table tennis feels like something I could learn in 20 minutes. Just show me that little spinner and I got it. Just show me how to spin that serve, and I'm fine. I don't really, I don't need to spend a lifetime. We got a Forrest Gump on our hands with Travis over here. Old figured it out. Then I, I can figure it out. I, I'm pretty good hand-eye coordinated guy. I think I can do those things. I think everything you're watching on TV is giving you a false narrative that you're building inside your own head. Honey, honey, come look at this. Come look. I could do this. No problem. No problem. The guy on our badminton team is sweating like he's on mile 26 of the marathon. I think think Travis, for you, you got to start off playing pickleball. I think that's going to help you to get good at badminton. I'm good at pickleball. I feel like it's pretty similar. I I think I I played pickleball twice, and I think I'm the fourth-ranked pickleball player in the world. I think that's how that works. I think that that's – I haven't checked the official rankings, but I think that's how it goes. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. All right, so DeMar DeRozan was on with Shannon Sharp on uh, his podcast – the Club Shay Shay podcast. And I want you to listen to this because he's talking about what he's looking for in his new team. Remember, he is an unrestricted free agent, so here's DeMar DeRozan. I mean, it's all about winning at right. this point. You know what I mean? Um, going into my 13th season. Right. Um, you're seeing all these guys just competing for a championship. I hear a lot of guys say that. I've heard yeah. a lot of guys in baseball and basketball and football say it's all about winning, but they normally end up going to the team that pays them the most money. <laughs> is it all about winning? Or you know you want to get compensated too while winning. I mean, you try to you try to meet the fine <laughs> you try line. To balance yeah, it you try to balance it as best as you can. Right. But at this point, you know you got to weigh you got to weigh out the opportunity of winning a championship right. kind of more. You right. Know, especially with the career I had, I've I've been fortunate to, to make a lot make of money. money. Yeah. You know what I mean. But at this point, you know your ultimate goal is always to compete for a championship. Trav, the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear Demar Derozan say everything that he just said right there. It makes me think, and I know this isn't apples to apples, but it makes me think more of last season. You had guys that their number one priority was, let's win a championship. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the goal. The goal is to win a championship. DeMar DeRozan is coming off an almost $140 million contract between he signed it in Toronto, ended up with the San Antonio Spurs when he got traded for Kawhi Leonard. DeMar, obviously, at this stage of his career, 31 years old, understands that the value of competing for a chip... The guy was in Toronto, helped build, you know, this franchise, and then gets traded away, and then Kawhi Leonard walks in there and gets Boom. a championship ring. Kyle Lowry has a championship ring. Pascal Siakam has a championship ring. So I'm sure for somebody like DeMar DeRozan, this is important to him. This means something to him. Now, 
I do pause for a quick second because let's compare some of the players that are free agents for the Lakers and let's see kind of what the Lakers are going to do. All right. Do you think Dennis Schroeder's priority no. is the same as DeMar DeRozan? <laughs> you think not. it is or no? No. By the way, I'm not here to, to blame Dennis Schroeder, but he's also at a stage of his career where 27 years old, Maybe that championship run is not as important today as it might be. I, and I'm not saying he doesn't want to win a championship, but if you're looking at, okay, hey, if I could go get a big contract and be with an okay team that we can kind of build something for, but I'm getting paid $100 million, I think he's going to go sign up for that contract. I think that's what Dennis Schroeder would do if he had to kind of prioritize or pick. This is going to be the difference between the Lakers competing for a championship this year than this past season. There are a lot of guys that had individual goals this past year. They're on contract years. They're expiring contracts. There's an option in their in their contract. If the Lakers somehow are able to get DeMar DeRozan because of the ties to Los Angeles, because he grew up a Laker fan, because Kobe Bryant was one of his you know favorite players, his idols, and because he thinks um, he can win a championship with the Los Angeles Lakers, he's willing to take less money for it. Trev, you find me a better scenario and a better a, a better player to come in and kind of fill in that void for the Lakers. Of all the names and scenarios and hypotheticals that have been thrown out since the Lakers were eliminated in the first round of the playoffs, this is the one that intrigues me the most. You know, we can talk about Dennis Schroeder signing a trade and Kyle Kuzma going here and Buddy healed that and Kyle Lowry this and Chris Paul and Damian. Fine, 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 whatever. This is the one that sounds the most intriguing to me because it seems like it's one of the ones that is the more more realistic of yeah. all that get more realistic more doable and listen to what he just said I, I get it if you have an offer offer a is team that may or may not be in the championship hunt but it's it's X and then team B is definitely in the championship hunt but it's X minus 30 percent that's a tough that, that's a tough decision because look while Dennis Schroeder didn't quite get what it means to be a Laker. I don't begrudge him a penny of his money, not one cent. So if that's what he's about, then that's fine. And I think a lot of guys are. But hearing DeMar say all those things makes me feel pretty good about how he might fit in because it does sound like he, without even getting here yet, he gets it, which is LeBron's going to be the dude. The, the, the dude 1B is Anthony Davis. The rest of us are here to support those two guys. On any given night, I can get hot, I can go get you 30 and win you a game. That's fine. I've done it a million times in the NBA, not a big deal. I can do that. But I'm here to win, and the way that we're going to win is by playing through those two guys. Just hearing him talk about what he's looking for makes me excited about that possibility, unlike all those other ones that sound like pipe dreams or who the hell knows if it's going to work out. This sounds like it will work out. Okay, how about this? How about you just look at, let's just say this happened. Let's say the Lakers found a way to make it happen. DeMar DeRozan decides, hey, I want to take less money, but I want to be a Los Angeles Laker, which we'll spend a little time on this. But you got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, DeMar DeRozan. Take that three and compare it to Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. Mm -hmm. Now we're having a different type of conversation. Now it's not a matter of who's your third player. Now it's not a matter of, well, who's supposed to step up in that other role. Now it's not a matter of, um, do you have a third all-star caliber player that you think you can go up against the Brooklyn Nets? Okay, let's look at the Golden State Warriors, who not only will get Klay Thompson back this year, um, and hopefully he's good and healthy to go. Trav, they're not going to stand around either. 
they're not going to be sitting back kind of waiting what to do and and I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that there isn't going to be competition for DeMar DeRozan and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that DeMar can say one thing but then if a hundred plus million dollars are thrown right in front of his lap at age 31 that he might not say you know what um I I can compete with this team. Maybe we have a chance to compete for a championship and I get all this money. I'm, I'm not trying to say that DeMar's coming to the Lakers. But if you found a way to get DeMar Trav, the conversation coming into this season is completely different than you were a year ago where James Harden was still on the Rockets and you know now everybody's kind of having to up what the Brooklyn Nets have done. You talk about that competition from other teams, too. This is where the Lakers have an advantage that no one else can match. Playing for the Lakers is different than playing for just about anyone else. The, hey, you want to come here and be a Laker and compete for a championship? That offer doesn't exist a lot of other places. It's just, it, it is unique in the NBA universe, especially for somebody that's from Los Angeles, the way that DeMar DeRozan is. He's an SC guy. He's a local guy. It certainly would make a whole bunch of sense. We'll continue talking about that coming up in just a little bit. Here's your chance to win some tickets to see two-time Grammy-nominated blues rock titan Joe Bonham. Hailed as one of the greatest guitar players of our time, performing live in concert this Sunday at the Greek Theater. Here's what you do. You call 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776 to win. You call right now, and if you are caller number seven, you will get to go see John Bonamassa. So not only DeMar DeRozan, but how much better does Anthony Davis need to be? That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. One of the few music cues that I actually get <laughs> Prince and Purple Rain, 1984 today hmm. this album came out. I bought, I remember going to the warehouse, which was a record store a million years ago, mm-hmm. and buying this record, like the vinyl, with the him on the motorcycle on the cover. I vividly remember going, and I, I don't, can't, can't remember buying 10 records in my whole life. I remember this one. How many years, when was it? 84. 1984. I was two. I was <laughs> did one. You, did you get it? Did Did you I, have? I Mr. got and it. Mom and Dad sleep take you down to go. Pick yeah, it I got up. it. Uh, more on the black market. We didn't have a. <laughs> we didn't have a way to get it. He was awesome. I mean, Dad, I, I, I don't. I, I'm. I've said this a million times. Yeah, I'm not necessarily a music guy, but there are just certain guys like him that you could listen to over and over and over and over again. Well, yeah, it's funny. You asked me one time. You said. Prince, I think you asked me Prince or Michael Jackson, right? Yeah, Did you ask me that one time? Yeah, sure. I don't, I, and I said this, and I didn't even hesitate. For me, it was Michael Jackson between the two. Mm-hmm. That's between the two, not a bad answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the answer is Michael Jackson, it's not that bad. Congratulations to Martin in Canoga Park. He uh, won the tickets to go see the concert at the Greek. Uh, we'll give away a, a couple of more chances tomorrow, Slee. So people got a chance to go out and go see one of the best venues in uh, in LA. Oh yeah, see no question concert. about it. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home or car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. All right, so we're talking about DeMar DeRozan. By the way, one eight hundred seven or 877-710-ESPN, the DeMar DeRozan fit. Where are you on that, Laker fans? Are you excited? You put that right at the top of the list. And I want you to listen to this, too, because it already sounds like you and I can think about it, Slee. It already sounds yeah. like DeMar DeRozan has thought about it. Again, this is from Shannon Sharp's podcast. Here's DeMar DeRozan talking about what it would be like to play with both LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Nah, I mean, you, you, you take Brooklyn as, as, as an example. Three of the greatest scorers this lead has ever seen right and they balance it out well right it sucks that they couldn't be healthy through the whole thing because i think they would have been in finals but those three guys 
come on. And they, they figured it out. They worked it out. And they had they had the great r- rhythm when they played together. So it's definitely possible to work, you know, and, and it's, it's all about just coming together. You know, we, we all smart, bas- great basketball players. I, I don't see and if no. you want to win, you'll find a way to make yeah, it work. Yeah, for sure. Huh? Yeah, no, no question. Okay, so do do you see what I'm saying here when I when I say it almost sounds like he's on the Lakers team when he says something like that? Let's let's mm-hmm. let things play out, but you got to feel pretty damn good that a player that made 27.7 million dollars last season has interest in playing with the Lakers would take some type of a pay cut. There's different ways to do it, by the way. There's um, there's multiple ways to get him here. The question is, is how much of a pay cut he'd be willing to take? Does it have to take a sign and trade for something like that to happen? But I, I think what what stands out to me is there's going to be competition for him. Mark Spears said yesterday on the jump that watch out for the Clippers. Clippers will also try to be in the running for this, which kind of makes me think for a, a quick question here, Trav. I mean, here we are two years ago. Think about the ties that Paul George had Paul George had with the Lakers, and everybody thought, oh, PG is going to come, or how can the Lakers go get Paul George? He chose the Clippers yeah. over the Lakers, um, and then he had another opportunity to re-sign with them. Kawhi Leonard, obviously, people would say that he strung along the Lakers for a while in free agency uh, just to kind of make the Laker options for plan B or C or whatever the case is um, go out, out the window, and then he chose the Clippers. And now you got a guy like DeMar DeRozan who's from L.A., everything that you just said, and you know, kind of we went through that entire list. Could the Clippers do it again? Could, could the Clippers find a way to go get DeMar DeRozan, who, by the way, Kawhi Leonard, we're not expecting. We have no idea when he's going to come back, but Unlikely most people think next season. he's going to you know, at least miss most of next season. Mm-hmm. So what they'll probably think in their head is we can have DeMar for now, and then eventually, when Kawhi comes back, put all those, you know, all three of those players together. So it's not like this is a just a, a clean, open path. There's going to be teams that think they have a chance to win an NBA championship that will try to convince Demar they have a better shot to win a chip. Plus, they can give him more money. Yeah, look, he could be a very important piece to what they do. But I, I'm still where I was a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. If the Lakers are going to win a championship, it's because LeBron James plays like LeBron James and Anthony Davis needs to play like the best version of Anthony Davis that we've seen. I thought Kendrick Perkins said something really interesting, talking about Anthony Davis in this upcoming season. Can he be an MVP? Listen to Perk here, and then I want to get your thoughts. Here's Kendrick Perkins. I believe that Anthony Davis is going to come back on a mission. Matter of fact, I'm predicting right now that he's going to be the one to win MVP oh. next season. He sees all the slander. He's hearing everything about Giannis. He's very quiet at the Ooh. moment. And from <laughs> what I'm hearing, he's he's working his tail off behind the scenes. So, th- look, the Lakers got to do something, but I would not panic if I'm a Lakers fan because you still have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You could fill in the pieces. Here's my question, Al. Yep. If the Lakers are going to go compete with whoever's coming, whether it's Milwaukee or Brooklyn or or anybody that might come out of the West, you know, does Anthony Davis have to be MVP good? Does he have to be that version of? Because while Anthony Davis is a multiple time All Star and he's a no brainer to make an All Star team, have we seen MVP level? Because it's not just reaching high highs, right? It's not just being able to drop thirty and defend and all those things. He can do that, but it's giving you that performance just about every single time that makes you an MVP. Is he ready for that? Well, 
listen, I mean, from a ready perspective, what more do you want? How many more years do you need to be in the league to be prepped for this? You just got two years that you got an opportunity to play with LeBron James. You have a championship under your belt, so you could kind of take some of that pressure off. Um, listen, I, I see what Kendrick Perkins is saying, but I, I've said this. I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it because you know what I've done for two years in a row, Trav? Mm. I've done in in – all these platforms from a Laker perspective, I've talked about how, no, no, this is AD's year. AD's going to carry the Lakers. LeBron's going into his 17th season. Well, it was LeBron that was still the best player. Sure. And LeBron's going into his 18th year. This is the year. Anthony Davis, he's going to carry the Lakers. Well, LeBron was the best player last year as well. So here we are now going into the 19th season for LeBron James. I, I hesitate to say... Anthony Davis will be MVP this I actually I don't hesitate. I don't think he'll be MVP this upcoming season. Now, if he's in the conversation and if we're having, you know, conversations on a night in, night out basis saying AD's the best player on the floor right now, and we continue mm-hmm. to have that conversation that's on a night in, night out basis, I have to see it. Because I know how good AD is. You know how good AD is. Everybody knows how good Anthony Davis is. The problem with Anthony Davis is obviously you can't play there's a certain amount of games you have to play. That's number one. So as close as he could play to 82 games, that's going to be the number one goal for the Lakers. Number two is we can't have nights where, you know, we, let me just kind of point this out and then we'll get right to you. So the, the playing tournament against the Golden State Warriors, he was quiet. Game one against the Phoenix Suns, he was quiet. Game two and game three, he explodes and he's unbelievable. There's too much of that sometimes. Look. I agree with what Kendrick Perkins is getting at. I don't know if he'll win the MVP or not, but if they're going to win a championship, he's going to need to be – if he's not the MVP, he needs to be damn close. To your point that you started with, Al, he's not a young player. I mean, he's a young guy, but he's not a young player, right? That he's been in the league a very long time. He's well-established as a star in this league on both ends of the court. He's an amazing player. 28 years old. This is your prime right now. Yep, yep. If they're going to go where – we all want them to go. Where every Laker fan wants them, he does need to be their best player, and it needs to start happening right now. It needs, and it needs not to just be, hey, you know, he's their best player just as often as LeBron. If they're going to go where they need to go, LeBron James, you just said it, is going into his 19th season in the league. At some point, someone else is going to need to carry the water every single night, and that point is now. And I'm not saying that LeBron is going to be anything other than very, very good, but if the Lakers are going to go to a championship level, Anthony Davis needs to be the best player on that team every single night or damn near it. And I don't know if he's ready to do that because of all the things that you said. This is not a guy who's – if he doesn't have it figured out by now, he's not going to figure it out. And the one bad one, five good ones. One bad one, six good ones. One bad one, five more good ones. No, 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 no. I need – 25 good ones and one bad one. 30 good ones and one bad one. That's MVP stuff. Here, here's the thing. AD is, he's so ridiculously freaking good. And there's nobody that, yes. anybody yes. who's watching basketball knows just how special he is. Actually, Oscar Robertson was saying this yesterday. Oscar Robertson said that there's one guy that can stop Giannis Antetokounmpo. They were talking about the Bucks and uh, that championship run and everything else. You know what he said? He said Anthony Davis. So yeah. that, that's kind of, if you're really equating, there's only a couple of big men that you could talk about in the NBA. But to go a, as far as saying he's going to be the MVP next year, I, I got to see it. I, I, I'm not one to just jump and have this leap of faith and, and say, forget Embiid, forget Kevin Durant, forget Jokic, forget, I could go down the list of all these different players. No, AD is going to be the guy. Let's see it. And, and by the way, I say all that with, you know, obviously, 
Um, you go get another player like a DeMar DeRozan, something along those lines. Even he's not winning MVP, it doesn't matter. You just want to see the Lakers got a better shot at a championship. For the Lakers to win a title, does AD need to be the MVP? 877-710-ESPN. You can weigh in on that. Plusly, if the Rams don't go where we're all hoping they are go, whose yep. fault is it? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee at 710 ESPN. So I'm watching a little beach volleyball right now, yeah. Slee. Yep. Um, Spain against the U.S. women's. Um, now this is a sport you could give me 40 years to get into shape for. It's never going to happen. I could never, I could never beat these women in. I could never score a point against either one of these teams in my entire life. Never. I could see walking up, walking up to uh, going to Manhattan Beach, kind of bringing <laughs> your own volleyball too, and just kind of looking at the court, just kind of scoping it out. Yeah, scoping it Who's out a little next? bit. Where's uh, where are the good players at? Uh, by the way. Um, you didn't seem very interested in the Kanye West reportedly paying $1 million per day to live in Mercedes-Benz Stadium to finish his album, Donda. Why were you not Donda impressed what? with that? Uh, where would you like me to start? I mean, his guy needs a place to is- stay, but the dude needs a place to stay. What do you want him to do? Doesn't he have like a million houses? Can he go to like his house in Wyoming? He can, but Mercedes-Benz Stadium is available. And he's getting divorced. <laughs> Kim's got all the for houses. the low, low price of a million dollars a day. I mean, it really you're losing money if you don't say yes to that. You're, you're just giving away. What do you do with your mail? <laughs> Put it in the loge section. Just, just leave it by the uh, hot dog stand. I'll, I'll, I'll swing by and catch that some other. What time. if he orders I, I Uber? Know. What if he orders Uber Eats? <laughs> just leave it. By Can the he just door. order from the concession stands? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Kanye. I, I love Travis's reaction because there's certain there, there's certain topics that I know you're just like you don't even have a comment for it because your head is just it doesn't understand it doesn't comprehend it. Yes, that, that's all true. Uh-huh. Nor do I care. You know, like some there are some things I don't understand, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand space travel. It's not to get you going on Bezos yeah, again here, but but I I, I I'm interested. Like how how do they do that? Like what? How do they get back? How do they make it land in the same spot? They're like I'm I'm interested, but this is just I've got no interest, and not in like a dis- condescending way. It's it's like the I, I, there, there's a million things I don't have interest in. This happens to be one of them where a really rich guy is spending his money stupidly. I just it's just not really my thing. You are I'm wondering a, like where he's sleeping. Like where where's no. his bed set up? Sure. Um, See, I'm, a little, I'm a little. I'm a little disappointed. He, yeah. I'm a little disappointed that this wasn't more of a topic or more of like why doesn't CNN and Fox have this on? That's the <laughs> that's the one thing that I'm a little disappointed. Why isn't NPR Breaking mentioning news anything from about out this? In front of Mercedes Benz Dome, Kanye yes. has moved. Kanye is almost done with his album. Into the weight room. He's set up shop in the weight room where he's putting the finishing touches. He's expected to go to the press box level sometime in early August. Right, I, I don't know. what What's a part of that? that I that's, know. These are the times that when I'm on Twitter, I'm like, I don't need Twitter anymore. I just don't need Twitter. Because <laughs> when I see stories like that, and then I end up clicking on it. And then I end up spending four minutes trying to talk to you in a break about it. And you're like, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. That's that's just my my. I, I'm more interested in why you were struggling to find your motivation in the Rams uh, video shoot yesterday. Now, what is my line again? The line is, "I'm Alan Sliwa. This is 710 ESPN." Okay, but what what what's making my character say this at this point? Where where what's the backstory? What has led me to this point? Which part of the story are we in? You were like Marlon Brandoing it up yesterday. I was impressed. 
I was hitting. I, I don't want to say that I was <laughs> pretty much trying out for a kicker for the Los Angeles Rams, but let's just say if they need somebody, I, I can get out there and get a couple extra points in. That's all I'm saying. A couple extra points. Actually, no, extra points are further back now. That ain't going to go say, in. That's, yeah, that's not going about go twenty in. yards longer than where you. Yeah, that's that's not going in. That's not going in. <laughs> no, that's probably not going to happen. Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I'll guess appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, let's try our first phone call today. Let's go to Garden Grove and Joe. Joe, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Joe? How you doing, guys? Big fan of the show. Uh, Want to start off by saying Kanye's just hanging out with the Falcons defense. They've been asleep since the Super Bowl. Um, and what, talking about the Lakers, uh, Anthony Davis' health, uh, I called in and talked to Slee not too long ago about Anthony Davis. His health is the big, biggest part here, guys. If he plays like an MVP, obviously that's going to help get us over the top. But we need shooters around him. We need defense. Guys like Dwight Howard, we, we need that on the inside because we all know Anthony Davis doesn't want to play center. So his health is the biggest concern. And even if he's not at an MVP level, but he's out there giving you consistent minutes and giving you consistent points and defense, that's all we need to get back to the title. Joe, how about this? Uh, by the way, we appreciate you calling in. Um, how about he's just in the conversation, right? How about when we're 60 games in this upcoming season, Trav, that you're saying Joel Embiid is having an unbelievable season? KD is a finals or is a MVP caliber player right now. Luka Doncic, you can't forget his yeah. name. And oh, by the way, what Anthony Davis is doing for the Los Angeles Lakers night in and night out. Can we just have him a part of the chat, a part of the conversation? And, and listen, we, we know the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is not to win MVP. Ultimate goal, Michael Thompson will always say this in the, in the pregame show, right? Finals MVP is the only MVP that matters. I get that. I understand that. And he's 200% right. But the reason why we talk about Anthony Davis that way, health yes is going to play a big part of it. I, I'm not a I'm I'm not one to think that if LeBron and Anthony Davis are both healthy this upcoming season, yes, they can win a championship. But I would feel much more comfortable if there was a third player there, an all star caliber player. We're talking about DeMar DeRozan and some of the other names that we're throwing out. I just assume the AD piece is AD and the LeBron piece is LeBron. I I, I kind of made that assumption that that's going to be the case because if either of those Trav, you know, we could sit here and talk about AD. If LeBron well, the AD is not piece is not is not a slam dunk. The the AD health piece has always been a, a question mark, right? When he when he plays, he's fantastic. More, more often than not, he's fantastic, but he misses time. He misses. I, a lot I, I of get games. it, but but what I'm saying is, if either LeBron or Anthony Davis are not having truly impactful seasons and are playing a ton of games, we're not having a conversation either way, right? Like, they they won't be in that mix. So I'm just almost assuming that those guys are there. And I also think, like, just using this DeMar DeRozan thing as an example, Trav, I think there are going to be times where you can just give a guy, give the guy the ball to go get buckets, and it doesn't have to be LeBron and AD. And obviously they don't have anybody, haven't had anybody that's uh, been in a position to do that. Let's try one more quick one. Let's go to Orange County this time. And Brian, Brian, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, as far as Anthony, Anthony Davis needed, needing to be a MVP, I don't think he needs to be a MVP, but I think he needs to be at least in the top five for us to win it. And um, he just needs to start hitting his free throws. For some reason this year, he his free throws – we're just off the mark. Last year, I mean, that one game where he had like almost 50, he was like 20, you know, he had 24-something free throws in the in a game. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think he just needs to be in the top five. 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah, you calling thanks, in. Brian. He, he's a good free throw shooter. He had a, a weird – the whole season last year was weird. He was in and out of the lineup. He was hurt. I, I, I'm hoping, Slee, that we can take the 2021 season and just kind of throw it away and say, yeah, that, that one was just weird. No one – nothing went right. Wasn't Let's meant to be. Let's throw it away. Let's start. Wasn't, it wasn't meant, meant, to, meant be. to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to the Rams and who gets the blame if they don't get to where they want to go because it's one of two places. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, so here, here you go. This is why our listeners are awesome, Slee, because Dean brings up a very important point. He says, Trav, imagine waking up in the middle of the night and heading downstairs to get a soft pretzel from that rotating display. Please rethink your stance on this. It's a pretty good point. If I could just walk down there, get a nice little pretzel, dip it in some cheese, and go back up to my bed, that's, that's a selling point for sure. $20 uh, to pay for parking, too. Every time he comes in, he goes out. <laughs> um, Mr. West, I'm going to need uh, to see your credit card. It's, this isn't free, you know. It's, it doesn't. Your million dollars a day does not include parking. I got one more for you. Uh, going back to our AD conversation, this is from Matt. Matt writes, AD will never be the MVP. He disappears too often. How often did you hear Jordan, Magic, or Kobe say things like, that's on me, or I didn't bring it today? Never, especially not in the playoffs. AD's never going to be an alpha. He'll be the best beta ever. That's it. What do you make of that? Um, I, I think, like, like I kind of, I, I reacted to Kendrick Perkins. I think that should say it. I, I don't think he's going to win MVP this upcoming year. I, I like, I, all I want is when we're talking about the top five players in the NBA, as Anthony Davis is 28 years old and LeBron James is 36, can we be having connect, start shifting a little bit towards AD? And I think if it does, you know, LeBron's going to continue to, dish out 10 dimes a game and do other things, but Moore's got to go on AD's shoulder. But that's why I, I go back to this. That's why this next week's going to be so important for the Lakers because, Trav, I, I do think they're going to need a little bit of help to um, just for us to feel a little bit more comfortable about their chances this upcoming year. Yeah, he. I would love to see him get to that level of consistency. Not the, not the highs. The highs have been plenty high. I just need to see him settle in on a level that's just there night after night after night with not nearly as much variation. Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Have you seen anything? And let's take the Cam Akers Achilles injury and put it off to the side. That's, okay. that's separate. Have you seen anything written about the Rams that doesn't include the phrase, all right, Matt Stafford, show me? Because every time I go online, every time I look, every time I search for the Rams, it is the Rams are going to be really good if Matt Stafford is the answer to the problem. If Matt Stafford is as good a quarterback as we think he is. If Matt Stafford can bring those stats that he had in Detroit to L.A. If Matt Stafford this next thing. And pressure on each day. We haven't played a game yet, Al. And it's always, well, Matt Stafford got to do it. Matt Stafford's got to do it. The pressure on that dude is going to be extraordinary. I'll give you a good example. This morning, um, reading uh, some different articles, Yahoo Sports has an article, Frank Schwab. Here's the title. 2021 NFL Preview. After Rams trade, we'll finally find out how good Matt Stafford is. Okay, so that's that's the, that's the title right there. And I think you're right. I, I think that this has been the only conversation we've had is – uh, don't screw this up, Stafford. Hey, this is your chance here. Um, you know, a lot of people can can point to the case. And but by the way, Trav, but I I understand. I get where where it comes from. You can say till you're blue in the face how awful the Detroit Lions franchise is, 
how how horrible that franchise has been over the years. And and I've said this before, and I think you would agree with this, ownership and front offices, that's going to dictate, that's going to have such an influence on player success and so forth because you're putting these guys in a position to succeed. You're surrounding them with the right guys. Matt Stafford in his career with the Detroit Lions started 165 games for Detroit. His record is 16 games below 500. He's got to the playoffs, played three games, had played three games in 12 seasons, um, and he's 0 for 3. So um, I, I think it's all fair to say, hey, Matt Stafford, this is your chance. And it's also fair to say the guy hasn't played with anybody, so the only thing left is the season will start, and we're going to kind of see if all these pieces are put together. I think most people obviously feel the same way. It's an incredible upgrade from what Jared Goff was. Yes, he had to give up two first-rounders and a third. But ultimately, Trav, I I don't think it's wrong to have these articles out there, but talk is cheap. Once the season starts, he's going to have a chance to shut everybody up. Yeah, it's not wrong as much as it is it's singular. That if, if, If the Rams, let's just play this out. If the Rams look like they looked last year, does that mean that it's Matt Stafford's fault? I don't think it does. I think it means there's something wrong with the process that they're going through because there's no there's nobody that's watched football for more than eight seconds that doesn't think that Matt Stafford's better than Jared Goff. He is, just full stop, period, right? He is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. He brings more things to the table. He's more athletic. His decision-making is better, et cetera, et cetera. So if we go through the process and the Rams at the end of the season are you know, 9-8, and eight, or 10-7 and seven and miss the playoffs, or whatever the numbers might be, my first stop isn't Matt Stafford. My first stop isn't, oh, Matt Stafford is the guy that wasn't able to do what we brought him here to do. My, my first stop would be, uh-oh, now what? Because you've already told me it's the quarterback. It wasn't because you got a better one. Now what? Now what's the answer? We don't have any picks. We don't have any of this. I think that the pressure swings on the coaching staff. I think the pressure swings on the front, front office. office. I think that's where yeah. it goes if it doesn't work. Uh, and I, I don't think anybody will disagree with that, but you know, you've kind of said this. If the entire, if you felt like the difference between getting back to the Super Bowl or truly competing for a Super Bowl, you, you felt like Jared Goff was only going to get you so far. Well, you went out and got mm-hmm. somebody that you think is going to address that. Well, if you come out with a worse record than you did a year ago, or if you don't get further in the playoffs than you did this past season. You're going to look at the quarterback position, and and I think you just do that naturally. But at the same time, you're right because if Rob Palenka doesn't go out and make the right front office moves, you can only blame the players so much. You got to look at was that the right fit, was that the right mix. Nothing's going. This shouldn't be any different with Sean McVay or uh, Les Neat. None of this will be different. No, look to use the Lakers as the example. If Dennis Schroeder comes back and the Lakers are where they are, that's not Dennis Schroeder's fault. <laughs> that's that's whoever put the team together's fault because he the, the data points are there that are telling you that this doesn't work. I here's a here's a better question, Slee. How many times have you had to stop yourself to recalibrate NFL records? We've been doing it ten and six, eight and eight, nine and seven for years and years, and now you got to re. Well, no, ten, ten, ten and six. Oh, ten and seven. I can't. I cannot get that seventeenth game through my head. You said this earlier. We're doing our prep, and we were kind of actually talking about this topic. And you said, you know, what if the Rams go ten and seven? I'm like. Tennis, Trev, what are you doing? It throws me off so much. It's great for us. We get another football game. But, yeah, that's that's we are so wired on the 16-game schedule. The whole thing's different. 
Well, it's funny because for years and years and years, if you won 10 games, you're going to the playoffs. 10 mm-hmm. games was like punch your ticket, you're going in. Very rarely would a team win 10 games and not go to the playoffs. Now, 10 games probably does not get you into the playoffs. You're going to have to get to that 11th. It is a totally different deal. Coming up next, it's the dump. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, let's start with this, um, Al, that Aaron Rodgers is back in camp with the uh, Green Bay Packers. He showed up today in his flip-flops and his Kevin Malone from the office t-shirt looking yep. pretty chill and relaxed. Um, basically, they came to an agreement, and, and I won't get into the nuts and bolts of it, but it's basically this. It was, hey, why don't you come in and we'll let you go at the end of the year. <laughs> That's basically the agreement that they've come to through a whole bunch of different things, but This felt inevitable, didn't it? That Aaron Rodgers was not going to not play football. The Packers were not going to not have the best quarterback in the league on their roster. This was the natural conclusion of a standoff that was kind of silly in retrospect. Well, it's also silly because, I mean, listen, if you're a front office and you're thinking of the future, you got a chance to win a Super Bowl right now. You had a chance to get back to the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers last season. You obviously lost to Tom Brady in the uh, in, in Tampa Bay. I don't understand this, Trav. I, I, I have difficult with this. He might be a difficult athlete to work with, but at the end of the day, the athlete's always going to be the bigger name than whoever's sitting in that front office. And, and you of had course. to kind of juggle and figure this thing out. If this is his final year in Green Bay and then he eventually goes on somewhere else, um, you better have a game plan if you're the Green Bay Packers because Aaron Rodgers not just that ain't Jared Goff. That's not another quarterback here that you can no, just kind of flip around. That, that's some exactly type of right. Move. Al, there there are there are like three guys on the on on the face. How many people are on Earth? Like seven billion, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. There are three people that are really really good at that job. He's one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is he a pain in the ass? Yeah, it appears that he is. It appears that he's a really hard guy to make happy. That he's he's a very air quotes, sensitive guy. Mm-hmm. So what? Make him happy. He's one of three guys on the earth that can actually do it at a high level. It's just uh, it's just stupid that it got to this point. All right, I want to read something off here. So Hoops Hype is reporting this one. So remember how we were talking about that uh, Sham Sharania had reported last week, or maybe it was over the weekend, that the Lakers were looking to discussing a deal centered around Kyle Kuzma and Buddy Heald. Sure. So there's a little bit more information on this. Montrez, Montrez Harrell's decision on his – he has a player option on his $9.7 million uh, contract is 50-50. So as in there's a 50% chance he might opt in, 50% chance that he might opt out. If you're the Lakers, you want him to opt in. And let me explain what I mean here. If he opts into that, now you got another asset that you could potentially trade this offseason. So the details that came out was the Lakers and Kings had discussed the Kuzma and Buddy Heald – more of that conversation was Montrez Harrell and the Lakers 22nd overall pick that's coming up this Thursday. That's the Lakers pick they got. That was centered around that Buddy Heald, Buddy Heald deal. So kind of gives a little bit more context to it. Trav, Montrez a nice player. Kuzma's got a bright future. Um, I'm one of those that if you can go get a shooter like Buddy Heald, we, you and I joked around about it yesterday. And there was actually, there's a good article from The Athletic talking about why the Kings would want to do it. I think this uh-huh. still has some legs to it. Look, you know, I love Buddy Heald. LeBron James, 
Anthony Davis. Everybody else, be ready to be on the move because there's nobody that anybody should be married to at this point. Simone Biles uh, did not compete in the team competition this morning for Team USA. They finished in second place. Um, we, we, we think she's going to come back and compete in the individual um, disciplines along the way. She says that she's not injured, that her exit was due to some mental health stuff that she's dealing with. But, you know, go ahead and, and put her on the list. We talked about Naomi Osaka not that long yeah. ago, deciding that she didn't want to compete because of some mental health stuff. I think that Maybe this is the new normal where sometimes people get overwhelmed and they decide, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Well, I think, you know, she's the face of USA Olympics. She's sure the face. For I mean, sure. you, you don't see For a promo. Sure. You don't see a promo that goes out there without her. And I'm and you, I'm talking about everybody, right? She is the face. She is, you know, if I had to just go, look at the Michael Phelps years, Phelps was the face mm-hmm. of, of USA. So, I think it's interesting. She said something about she feels like so much is on her shoulders. You know, Chav, you and I can come on here. We're not paying all that much attention. She's in one of those positions where you not just win, but you absolutely dominate in everything you do or it wasn't good enough. Um, We'll see if she comes back. Yeah, hopefully she does. Hopefully she does. How about this quick one? Alex Yee, who's an Olympian from Great Britain, he won a silver in the triathlon. His ex-girlfriend decided to go on TV and say that she regrets breaking up with him. That's sure. how you get your ex back, fellas. Just go and win a yeah. uh, Olympic silver medal, and they'll be lining up for you. That's how yeah, she uh, had a she had a change of mind. Uh, it had nothing to do with the Olympics. <laughs> His personality so. guess... really grew on her. You know, I was wrong. You were right. Whatever you say, let's go do that. How do you find the pods, Lee? ESPN app on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sliwa five days a week, Monday through Friday. All right, Dodgers and the Giants. Game one up at AT&T tonight. The Dodgers need to get it. We'll break it down all for you right here, 855 tomorrow on Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.